Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to La Liga Lowdown. I'm Hugh McTeer. And the fact you're hearing my voice at the start of this podcast means that we have a slightly different episode for you, a midweek edition of the Copa del Rey Clasico, a Madrid derby, and the return of the Champions League just around the corner. We had to bring you the lowdown, didn't we? I'm delighted to be joined by Antia Andre, Madrid-based and sometimes Huesca-based journalist. Antia, how are you? <laughs> Hello, fine, and you? Yeah, very good. Uh, lots to talk about, so let's get straight into it. Um, we were speaking on Thursday in the centre of Madrid, just along from Seoul, where the Clasico last night. What kind of mood are you sensing around here, apart from all the tourists excited to go to the Mercado San Miguel? What mood is there after the Classical? Are Real Madrid going through? Mm, I'm not sure. First, I have to say that I like the Classical. Uh, to be honest, I expect more from Barca, because I think they are on a better shape than sure. Real Madrid. But Real Madrid um, needs to do something to forget that they are going, obviously, to lose the Liga because I think Barca or maybe Atletico de Madrid is going to, sure. to win. So I like the match. VAR wasn't... Um, no. It Even with Mateo Lajos, it was, it was <laughs> no. relatively uncontroversial. Yeah, Mateo Lajos sometimes is the main character of yeah. the Clásicos. Yesterday he was a little bit, but I like the match. It was equal for both, so yeah. I think the 1-1 one -one is the think it best. Was fair. Yeah. I think it. And going into the second leg, obviously away goals count. Real Madrid have the advantage having scored an away goal, but Barcelona are surely going to score at least one at the Bernabeu, no? The problem is uh, for Real Madrid that on the next match, Messi is going to be perfect, I sure. think. So he's going to be on the start 11. But also, I think for Barca, it's better to start first at the Camp Nou. Yeah and the second leg on Santiago Bernabeu because for some uh, teams, for example Atlético de Madrid or Sevilla, it's better to have the second leg at home. Sure, but you think it's different for Barcelona? Yeah, Why yeah. Is for, mm, I'm not sure because I think Barca can make a surprise outside okay. and this way Real Madrid can do anything because when the sure. second leg is at Santiago Bernabeu, they don't have any chance to, to surprise the, the rival. True. Yeah, and we've seen in some of the recent Clásicos that Real Madrid actually tend to perform better at the Camp Nou. Keller Navas hasn't lost there with Real Madrid and Barcelona have won so many times at the Bernabeu in recent years. So, again, I'm going to ask you, why do you think that is? Why is it maybe there's less pressure if you're playing away from home in the Clásico or is it just that these teams are so even and it's a coincidence? Mm, if we talk about pressure, obviously it's better to play with your, with your people. 
but I think um, they prepare the matches to one of course on the first leg but I don't think they are um, worried about play away on the match of yesterday um, for example Vinicius I think yeah. he has the um, pressure enough he did a good, a good yeah, I was impressed um, a role him. yesterday also Malcolm yeah and I think young people has the, um, the um, not pressure, but they have to um, make their coaches uh, trust them. Yeah, for sure. So this is the only pressure they, they have. Yeah, they did a good job, I think. And it was it was a, a couple of unusual goal scorers, Malcolm, as you mentioned, and Lucas Vasquez, both of them their first ever goals in, in the Classical. There was quite a few of the, the unsung heroes uh, from this game. Artur as well was excellent. Um, who else impressed you in that game? You mentioned uh, Vinicius and, and Malcolm. Who else stood out for you as a, as a good performer? Of course, uh, my, my favourite from Barca and from Vinicius yesterday, Malcolm, not only because of the score, because he was um, really... Um, um, I don't know how he to explain. He was energetic, energetic, wasn't he? He yes. was running up and down that wing the whole game, of as course. was Vinicius. Both of them were defending as well. Yeah, and, they um, were defending. Yeah. Uh, also, Malcolm scored the, the goal. Uh, Vinicius, I think he has to... Solari, of course, trust him. True. But he has to prove uh, that he deserves that, that uh, place in the pit. Also, I like from Barca Piqué. I think yeah. he's the best defender. Yeah, one of his and best games of the season, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did it well. And from Real Madrid, I also like Benzema. Yeah. After Cristiano Ronaldo left Real Madrid, finally the he's, nine of the Real Madrid uh, can get his... Yeah, he's having quite a season. Yeah. We'll move on now and talk a little bit about the Madrid derby at this weekend um, at the uh, Stadio Wanda Metropolitano. 0-0 in the first game, no goals. Um, some really good saves though in that game eh, from Courtois and Oblak. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll get goals this time around? And you mentioned Benzema's in great form. Is he going to keep up this run of form against Atletico Madrid in the way that Ronaldo used to score so often against these guys? I hope so, because yeah. I think people deserve to see goals from yeah. a derby. There is um, nothing like like a derby without goals, it was boring. Yeah, it was. So The opposite of the Classical. The Classical yeah. always has goals. Yes. I think it's over 10 years now since we had 0-0 in the Classical. But uh, the I, Madrid derby can often be 0-0. I hope. But I also have to be honest, and I like when the uh, goalkeepers are the main characters. Sure. In that case, uh, Courtois and Oblak. For me, with Ter Stegen are one of the best yeah. in the world. So I like when the goalkeepers have job to do. Yeah, yeah. The Wanda Metropolitano is one of the stadiums that the people uh, can uh, make the difference. For sure. 16 games this season they played there, they've not Definitely. lost a single one of them, so it's going to be hard for Real Madrid to win. Um, I'm leaning more towards a draw, what are you thinking? Mm, I think now, uh, now today, Real Madrid yeah. is in a better shape than Atletico de Madrid. Atletico de Madrid uh, comes after losing with, uh, with Betis. Yeah. And now uh, Real Madrid strikers, Benzema, Lucas Vázquez, Vinicius, that people who plays um, on the front, sure. on the on the pitch, are better than ever. Yeah. So um, I think Madrid is gonna win, yeah. but maybe oh one nil one or yeah, a low scoring game one two. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. And also Morata. Sure. 
Maybe. It's the turn. It's the turn. Uh, I have a feeling he's either going to miss a penalty or score the match winner. There's, so, he's going to do something. It's, it's written in Sunday's newspapers already that Morata is going to do something. What do you think about his signing in general coming to Atletico Madrid and also in this specific game, can he make an impact against his former team? I agree with you. He's going to be one of the main characters of the yeah. of the match. I hope for him that he scores In a, a goal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because if he misses a penalty, it's already difficult having been at Real Madrid. Some of the fans aren't aren't on board with him. No, I think you're right. He needs um, he needs something to go his way. But what do you think is going to happen if he scores a goal and? Is Will he going to celebrate uh, it or not? I think not? he has to. If he scores in front of the, the goal sewer, at, uh, at the, I think he has to celebrate. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I think he has to because now he has to win the, the people from Back Atletico de yeah, Madrid card. Sure. Exactly. So he has to do that. Yeah, no, definitely. You mentioned uh, all of Real Madrid's informed forwards, and one of the names I didn't hear was Gareth Bale. Uh, you didn't, you didn't mention him. He's obviously just came back from injury. Scored three minutes after mm -hmm. he came back from injury against Espanyol. He didn't start last night in the Clásico. He came off the bench um, when we had all the four substitutions at once. I've never really seen that before. What do you think of Bale and his situation? Do you think he'll start at the derby? Who's going to start up front? Vinicius is in such good form. Benzema too, but Bale is is supposed to be the leader. Does he start ahead of Vasquez, Lucas Vasquez, who just scored? Can, what, what, basically, what can Solari do? He has a puzzle to solve. He has too many good yeah. forwards. I think uh, Solari has a problem. What a what a problem to have. A good problem. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes, yeah, a yeah. good one. But now he has to choose on his first match, if I'm not wrong. He chooses uh, Vinicius and Lucas Vázquez, and he trusts yeah. also Benzema. I was surprised Bale wasn't on the start 11 yesterday. I know yeah. he comes from an injury, but Bale... He has been back two weeks now, so yeah, you would think he'd be 100%, yeah. okay? Yes, but uh, I was surprised because Bale can make the difference in El Clásico. Maybe not in every game, but sure. in El Clásico, he's like the man. Yeah. Yesterday Mark, he... Mark Bartra is still trying to catch up with him from yes, that final several years ago. Bale is a big game player and you're right, it may be strange not to see him in the classical one. So you would expect him to start in the derby if he was rested for an hour mm. at the Camp Nou. You're not so sure, I can see in your face no, you're no, not so I'm sure. No, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, but maybe he would be on the start 11 in Wanda, Metropolitano, sure. because he wasn't on the start 11 uh, against Barca. Sure. If he played yesterday, I was sure that he wasn't going to play this this weekend. Sure. No, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see how that one goes. That one's Saturday afternoon. Of course, we'll be bringing you all of the lowdown in our podcast next week. Coming out on Tuesday, we'll be discussing everything. I'll be discussing, I'm sure, all of the action from the derby with David Garrido. Final thing about just both of these teams in general coming into this match. In terms of La Liga, if Atletico don't win this game, is La Liga over for them and likewise for Real Madrid? Mm, for Madrid, it's over, if they of don't course. Win. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's over for Atletico de Madrid because uh, Barça has a difficult schedule, if I'm not sure. wrong. Yeah. And I think Atletico de Madrid are like warriors. They don't, um, they never they gonna never get say tired. Yeah. no, never. And they won't say, okay, we lost the, the Liga, so we are not That's going to, to work. I think they are going to work till the final. But I think the uh, main thing for Atletico de Madrid this season, they are focused on winning Champions League. Yeah, you think so? That's a focus. Yes. 
Well, it's going to be interesting to see how they get on against Juventus, how Real Madrid get on against Ajax. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in part two. Um, so that's all for part one. Join us after this. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome back to part two of this special podcast. I'm Hugh McTeer, joined by Antia Andre. We're going to talk a bit about the Champions League for both of the Madrid sides, and the big two Madrid sides, of course, are our five teams in La Liga in this year. And it wouldn't surprise anyone if uh, Etafe snuck in there. There, they could be in Europe next season. But we're focusing on the teams in Europe this season. That's Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid. Champions League comes back very soon. We're all very excited. Um, everyone has marked in their calendars just before Valentine's Day. It's going to be the big matches coming back. We're going to start off talk about Real Madrid against Ajax. What do you make of them? People were quite happy when they drew Ajax in the draw. Is, should they be a bit more worried than they were? If people who can qualify to that, that stage on yeah. Champions League are not easy. And Real Madrid should not be happy because when they always um, are, uh, when the draw makes him uh, face an easy, uh, it's not relatively easy. easy. Yeah, yeah, relatively easy. Uh, they have difficulties to, to pass through the next stage. So Ajax could be one of the most easy teams for Real Madrid, but I don't think they are easy. Yeah, they, they were good in the group stage against Bayern Munich. They gave them a couple of good games and um, maybe it is good uh, for Real Madrid to have the, the second leg at home, as we talked about before, that uh, they, can, they can spring a surprise, as, as you were talking about. Um, 
the last couple of years or a few times in recent years they finished second in the group last year mm -hmm. for example they had to uh, play Paris Saint-Germain away in the second leg uh, this year they have the the home advantage coming second do you think that will play into into this game what kind of uh, result do you expect them to take from the first leg first leg it's uh, in Amsterdam in yeah. Amsterdam that's the the same thing I, I was thinking about yeah. for Real Madrid uh, it's worse to to play at home yeah. on the second leg because they so. can surprise yeah. and Ajax can do it but I think uh, they should go uh, to get as many goals as they can of course yeah. but I think uh, less than a three a nil three yeah. won't be enough for Real Madrid to yeah. because they have to be uh, they have to get a um, uh, biggest uh, the biggest uh, difference sure. on the score to come back to be um, relaxed and yeah. not to be worried for for the match yeah. I don't know I think it's not easy as they think they are yeah I, I agree with you on that I think Ajax are going to pose them some problems but I, we still believe that they should come through this tie and then they'll turn their attention to trying to win a fourth consecutive Champions League. That's that's just crazy. Like it's 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 it really is uh, ridiculous uh, that they're even going for this. But they are. We talked before about how the the league might be uh, over for them after this weekend if they don't get a win in the derby, uh, the Copa del Rey. There's a bit of a break before the final after these semi-finals. Real Madrid. It could be the only thing they have left is the Champions League. But we've seen this before last year. How? How do you think Real Madrid are approaching uh, this second half of the season? Of course, for Real Madrid now, mm, Champions League is not enough. Sure. I know that if they want Champions League, of course, they can say, OK, we saved the season, but it's not enough. I remember, I don't know how many seasons uh, when, when Real Madrid won the Kings Cup, he didn't win the. They didn't win the the Liga. They didn't yeah. win the Champions League, and they celebrate the Kings Cup, which yeah. I think is the little, uh, is the less important sure, Champions League, of course. Yeah. So I think Real Madrid should go to win the Champions League uh, because it's the only thing they can have. Copa del Rey is not enough. Um, I think it's going to be difficult, and of course, for uh, Champions League in a row, it would be. Yeah. Only Zidane can do that, I think. <laughs> yeah, and um, I mean, I just feel a little bit sorry for, for the fans. I mean, you know, we were seeing some people around about here walking through the centre Madrid in their Real Madrid shirts. And, you know, when it comes to the stage of the season, they almost only have, you know, like four home games for the whole season. It's like it's sort of like a, an NFL team or something like that. They have so few home games a year if you consider that all they really care about is the Champions League. I mean, Saturdays and Sundays in La Liga, it doesn't really matter if they're so far behind Barcelona. What do you think, speaking to Real Madrid fans that you know, do they like that there's only a few games per year that matter or do they want more consistency from their team in the Liga? I think Real Madrid fans expect everything yeah. from, from Real sure. Madrid because um, they are also used to see Real Madrid winning. They are used to see Real Madrid winning Champions League. Uh, I don't think fans now are happy enough when they see Real Madrid. Uh, I don't know if it's six or, or eight points, I don't remember, uh, behind Barca. Yeah. They can't be happy. So. I don't know what are they expecting, of course, from Real Madrid, they always have to expect to win everything. Everything is not possible because Barca is on the top. Barcelona are there. And, and Atletico Madrid is doing well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. So yeah, if they win the Champions League, it can be considered a, a successful season-ish, and if they only win the Copa del Rey, 
it has to be done as a as a failure. Is that what you're? Mm, if they you're only saying? win Copa del Rey, of course, no. Yeah. If they win Champions League, uh, they can forget that they don't win yeah. Copa del Rey or or well, La Liga in that case. More. Yeah. They they always have to expect more, but I think another Champions League on a row it would be. You can't enough. complain. You can't yeah, complain. no, 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 of course. One team that would love just one Champions League. <laughs> they've been to they've been to three finals. Uh, the only team to get to so many finals and never win it. It's Atletico Madrid. Uh, they don't have an easy start um, in this game when they play Juventus first off at home. How tricky is this tie? I think Atletico de Madrid has the most difficult, or one of the most. Yeah. Uh, they made a mistake against Brook. Yeah. So they now they have, have to face yeah. to face Juventus. But I think uh, Atletico de Madrid is in a similar way of Real Madrid. Of course, they they didn't qualify to the Kings Cup sure. against Girona. It was a surprise. Girona yeah, is okay, sure. but Atletico de Madrid should have. Uh, should have qualified. Um, I think this year is the most important for Atlético de Madrid to get to the final because yeah. it's on their stadium. Exactly. After uh, two times losing uh, against Real Madrid, I think Champions League it's a nightmare for Atlético de Madrid. Yeah. So this has to be a year. Maybe they don't win it, but they should go to the final. Of course, Juventus. Is one of the, the sure. main teams to to face. It will be difficult, but I think uh, if Atlético Madrid is focused on Champions League, they could beat them. Yeah, in a strange way, I almost feel like Juventus is is one of the big teams that Atlético are the best prepared mm-hmm. to take on. If they had drawn, for example, Bayern Munich or Liverpool or Manchester City, I think or Paris Saint Germain, I think they might have had more problems. Juventus, I think is a team that has a similar style that Atletico Madrid can actually compete well against. And we talk about it's a very difficult tie for Atletico Madrid. I don't think anybody at Juventus is happy to have to play Atletico Madrid no. this early in the, no, no, no. In, the, in the tournament. What kind of uh, result do you expect from the first leg, the one at the Wanda Metropolitana? We spoke about how the Madrid derby, we think it'll be low scoring. I think this will be low scoring as well. 1-0 to maybe one of the teams, maybe 1-1. What do you expect? And the big question, will Cristiano Ronaldo score against a team that he's punished so often over the years? <laughs> uh, I'm sure Cristiano Ronaldo is going to play on their start 11. I don't know if he's going and to maybe score. And maybe win, maybe win. Yeah, maybe, win. maybe, I don't know. But I think um, Atletico de Madrid, I hope, uh, they win, I expect, I don't know, for, for Atletico de Madrid, 1-0 yeah. should be okay. Yeah. And it would be a result that fits Atletico de Madrid. Score first and then go yep. to defend and 1-0 it's okay. We've seen that before. But with Juventus and now with Cristiano Ronaldo as a striker in Juventus, maybe they should work a little bit more. I don't know. I think, I think Atletico de Madrid could beat them. And I don't know if Cristiano Ronaldo is going to make the difference. With Real Madrid, he he wasn't always the point to make the difference. Sure. With Juventus, I don't know. Yeah, we're going to see. It's going to be really interesting to see. And we just sort of talked about Real Madrid's season on a whole. What would be a successful season for them? Let's talk about Atletico Madrid. Uh, it's probably more likely than not that they won't win anything. They're already out of the... The Copa del Rey, the Champions League is going to be really hard, and the league 
uh, they're you know six points behind uh, Barcelona. If they don't win anything and come second in the league and maybe get to the semi-finals of the Champions League, can that be considered a successful season, or do they need to expect more, having spent so much money in the summer? What do you think? I think they should win anything. Something. If it's the Champions League, of course, is the most successful uh, yeah. successful season for for Atlético de Madrid. Uh, Copa del Rey is not possible because they didn't qualify. La Liga uh, doesn't depend of them because yeah, it's if, out of if their Barca, hands already. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe uh, they can work hard if they win everything and they expect Barca lose something. Uh, they can win the league, I, I'm, I'm sure about that. They are going to have difficulties, but they can. And I think uh, Atletico de Madrid is not a little team. They are big. They they go uh, through Champions League so many times, so I think they have to expect more. And people can continue saying that, okay, second place is enough for Atlético de Madrid because it's not. They spend yeah. money, yeah. they play well, they have a good coach, so I think they should win. I think and for their fans, obviously, because they are expecting something many years ago. So yeah, yeah, and it's interesting. I don't know what you think, but speaking to Atletico Madrid fans that I know, some of them are, have become quite demanding and, and do expect to challenge for the Champions League, do expect to challenge for La Liga. Others, who maybe some of the older ones who suffered a lot in the 90s and the early 2000s when they went down to the second division, some of them are, are more of the mindset of let's be happy with what we have. What do you think of the, the sort of adjustment and expectations for Atletico Madrid fans? Because before Simeone was there, fourth place was considered an achievement. Things have obviously changed in recent years, but some Atletico Madrid fans are, are still just happy with uh, competing, even if they don't always win. I think that would be okay if you are, sorry for mentioning that, but yeah. if you are Leganes or Huesca, sure. <laughs> sure. you can be happy. You yep. can't demand your team anything because yeah. Huesca is on the first division for the first season. Uh, Leganes so you're saying you would be happy if well. Leganes were in second place? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Because you can Quite demand happy. more. Yeah. I understand Atletico de Madrid, for example, my, my grandfather was an Atletico de Madrid supporter sure. and of course he would be really happy uh, losing the Champions League yeah. final. Yeah. But now Atletico de Madrid is a, is a big team and I understand people who, who demand him to, to win things. They don't have to be happy with, with a second place. They can't. No, it's true. And as well as the results, Simeone, I think, has a difficult task right now in terms of trying to change the style a little bit and become more attacking. Uh, they signed some cool players in the summer, like Thomas Lamar, uh, Gelson Martins as well, who's already gone. Um, and Vitolo a couple of years ago, they've added a lot of uh, good attacking players to the squad. What have you made of them this season? They're actually not very good at attacking with these players they brought in. Mm, I think they have... Uh good enough uh, players and not all of them can can play for example now they have uh, Griezmann they sign also Morata uh, they have good players but as you say it's really difficult for Simeone to make these people play saying the tactics I think uh, Cholo Simeone has a difficult job with with Atletico Madrid because every season things change and and now people is demanding more things, more goals, not only score one goal on the first five minutes and then defend. They yeah. ask for more and I understand it's it's difficult. 
No, I totally agree with you on that. Um, that brings us to an end, really, uh, for this chat. So we've just discussed the, the Champions League uh, ties for these two teams. Real Madrid Ajax on the 13th of February, first leg in Amsterdam. And Atletico Madrid Juventus on the 20th. Uh, that first leg will be right here in Madrid. Um, guys, remember to let us know what you think of this podcast, what you think of Atletico and Real Madrid's chances in the derby, Real Madrid in the Clasico and both of them in the Champions League. You can follow us and get in touch with us on Twitter at La Liga Lowdown. And Tia, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, and Tia Andre. Yes. It's a little bit difficult to pronounce it, but... <laughs> we'll be sure to have a link that you can click on. It might be a bit easier. Um, also, be sure to give us a review if you have time and if you love this podcast. Of course you did. Um, I'm Yumi Tia. And Tia, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Till next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.